Good morning and welcome back. It's 1035 here on News Talk 1480 WHBC. Joining us right now, we have the Stark County Sheriff, Sheriff George Meyer on the line with us. Sheriff, how are you this Thursday morning? Hey, good morning, Jordan. I'm doing well. Thank you. Hey, thanks for taking the time. Most of the show, I've been talking about an experience that I had yesterday at um, a bank in Minerva where there was a gentleman who came in. He was asking about money, uh, $25,000. He exited. He came back in, was talking about a gun, never made any direct threats. Then he left. I followed him outside uh, because I had, you know, had my CCW and whatnot, and I just got his attention, and we were talking, and he said he lost his job. He said uh, he had a young daughter at home, but then he also told me, I'm not a threat. I'm not a threat. I suffered a TBI a few years ago that makes me say irrational things. Sheriff, I'm not going to lie. This was a very, very scary situation, but I want to know from a law enforcement point of view, how do you handle someone when it comes to them not being in their right frame of mind because of something like a TBI or because of um, an, uh, another mental illness? How do you approach this as a sheriff? Well, I'll tell you, Jordan, that's an excellent question. And I will tell you that each and every day, men and women in law enforcement, the boots on the ground, deal with folks uh, similar to the situation that you, you talked about that you had yesterday on a daily basis. Um, and so to better prepare for dealing with that uh, segment of our population uh, in Stark County, um, many of the agencies, including ours, uh, send their folks to crisis intervention training. It, it's a 40-hour block of training uh, about crisis intervention and dealing with uh, folks who are in some type of crisis or mental health, have a mental health or behavioral health issue. All of our deputies and corrections officers uh, are slated to attend if they haven't already attended. And uh, then there's a follow-up uh, course they're working on uh, as a refresher that our folks will attend. And it helps us better prepare uh, to deal with that segment of our, our population. Yeah, it, it, was, it was very scary. And I posted this on my social media yesterday, more so to shine a light on TBIs and the family reached out and said, you know, Jordan, we appreciate you talking to him, de-escalating the situation because he he's not a threat, but he also says these irrational things because of what's happening in his head. So I I just want to know, do you approach it any differently if if you get a phone call from a bank or or a homeowner that says, hey, there's someone outside, they're wigging out, they were talking about a about a gun, they were talking about wanting this and that. Do you approach that um, coming in with questions first before, you know, anything, you know, involving weapons are involved? Absolutely. We assess the situation first. Um, and, you know, obviously safety is paramount. But once we identify that the individual has a, a TBI or uh, suffering from a mental illness or maybe autism, uh, you know, we go a different direction in our in the way we handle the situation, uh, other than if we were dealing with a criminal situation. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's uh, it it was a situation. Thankfully, it was resolved, and um, the gentleman. I I hope he's able to get the treatment that he very so deserves. I, I'm a firm believer that we shouldn't have to break our backs just to get health insurance in this country. And the family told me that he's un- uninsured right now because of some of the stuff he's he's gone through in his accident. Uh, very 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 tough situation. Uh, Sheriff, what else do we have going on in Stark County? Well, I wanted to let all your listeners know about something very important that's happening this evening, and it's the Stop Heroin from Killing Committee, uh, organized by Judge Frank Forshoni, who has worked very hard uh, to raise the awareness of the opioid addiction in our community. This evening, he'll be hosting the 7th Annual Opium Symposium at the Malone University Johnson Center, That will be from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and the great news is it's free. This year's theme is 100,000 deaths are too many. And so I know many of your listeners have family, friends, or even maybe themselves that have had issues with addiction related to opioids, and it might be worth just taking a couple couple hours of your time to participate or to go and just listen to what they have to say this evening. So with this event that's happening this evening, does that shine a light? As, as a family member, say there's someone in my family who who they may be using, but I don't know. Will this more, sh- more so shine a light on the signs and symptoms that I should look for? It will, absolutely. It helps uh, shine the light and give resources, actually, about treatment options and how to deal with someone who has the, an addiction to an opioid or other addiction to some type of drug. Yeah, it's it's incredible in this area. I mean, the drugs are are very heavy, and there are people who who you would think, and I, I hate to say this, maybe it's casting judgment. You would think that they they would never do drugs, right? They would never do drugs, but then um, all it takes is that one time, sheriff, and and they're hooked. Why is it in this area that we are seeing um, this drug epidemic? Well, Jordan, Ohio has been identified as ground zero in this opioid epidemic uh, for for a number of years. Um, And, you know, we continue to work to try to make progress to turn that trend. You know, the uh, addiction is very strong uh, when when you talk about an opioid addiction, and it's hard for people to to break that addiction. Sometimes they uh, relapse over and over and over. Um, But, you know, through this seminar, through this symposium, they'll find ways to deal with um, someone they may know that has an opioid addiction, how to get them on the road to recovery. Yeah, yeah, they, we, it definitely takes a team. And uh, some people, they they want the help. They just don't know how to how to go about it. And some people, maybe they're, they're doing drugs, they're hooked on drugs, and their family doesn't even know. And they're just not as they're, – maybe they're just too ashamed to reach out for that help. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree, and I think this things like this symposium are breaking down those barriers. Uh, you know, we have a problem in our community with uh, an opioid um, addiction issue with with many many people in our community, and we have to address it. We need those people need help, and this is just one way that uh, the Stop Heroin from Killing Committee is contributing to helping our community. Yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with it. Actually, Judge Frank Porchoni, he was on our our show yesterday. He was he was on with uh, Pam Cook on Canton's Morning News discussing uh, this event that they're having tonight. W- what time is that, and where's it at? It's 6 p.m. till 8 p.m. this evening. 
and it's at the Malone University Johnson Center. And so um, love to see people show up and, uh, you know, we'll be able to ask, answer questions that you have related to, to the opioid addiction. And, and quite frankly, Stark County has su suffered far too many unintentional deaths as a result of a drug overdose. So we need to turn that trend. We need to make Stark, Stark County safe. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And we appreciate people like you and your deputies and all of our first responders that are out there on the front line to to deal with and approach these uh, these people in these situations that are many times out of their control once they get so far in. Sheriff George Meyer, we appreciate your time this morning. Absolutely. Thank you.